Hey everybody, I'm Robert Yerby, and I'm an insurance professional, and admittedly, kind of an insurance nerd. My friends and family tell me that nobody is going to want to listen to a podcast about insurance, so instead, on this show, I'm hoping to share a story or have a conversation with a guest about some relatable experience, and then show you how insurance impacts that story or topic. My hope is you'll enjoy a few laughs with me and maybe learn at least one interesting thing about insurance along the way. Here we go. Hey everybody, this is Robert. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I am talking to you today from Sedona, Arizona, and I have my sister Ashley Montgomery here with me. Hello. <laughs> All right, we are, uh, we're actually kind of killing time a little bit because uh, we've got to go get the car. We had car trouble. We are in Sedona for our uh, company retreat. We do once a year. We decided to come to Sedona. People flying in from North Dakota and Idaho, you from Michigan. Mm -hmm. I picked you up at the airport on Friday. It's about a two-hour drive or so from Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't you know it, we're, we're, we're literally hundreds of feet, right, yep. from our resort. <clears throat> and yeah. The, the tire goes flat on the Camaro. Yeah, and we had no idea how close we were to the hotel. And like last we saw on the GPS, it was a couple minutes, but we quit looking at that when we were trying to pull over. So right. we thought, oh my gosh, we're on the edge of wilderness. Like, we could be <laughs> walking for miles. Yeah. Cell service was spotty. Mine so. was practically non-existent. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was getting text messages, um, but not consistently. I wasn't sure if they were going through. Yeah, but we find out later. It is, it is literally like a thousand feet away. Yep. The, the actual resort. We probably could have seen it yeah. from where we were. Yep, for sure. But we were too busy trying to make sure we weren't stranded. Yeah. All right. Then, then tow truck guy shows up in... A Ranger. Yeah, like a yeah, 1997 Ford Ranger. And he that just kind of looks at us and was like, wow, yeah, you need a tow. Yeah, that was so weird to me. Like, you get a call for, hey, some people need a tow, and then he doesn't come with a tow truck. I thought we were going to be pulling some, like, Sedona special. Like, I thought, like, this is what people did here. Like, we're going to attach you to my little ranger, and we're just going to, like, go. Well, maybe to back up one step. Like, so we, we ran over some random hunk of metal that was just in the road. Okay, so the, the tires, the tire was destroyed, ultimately. Uh, that's what we're waiting for them mm -hmm. to put on a new tire. Okay, when the, when he finally comes back with the tow truck, then right, remember he, he's like, "Oh, you guys are just gonna ride in the ride in the Camaro on the flatbed?" Yeah, I was. Rob, you got out of the car to let him pull it up on the the um, truck, and I was grabbing all my stuff. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna need real quick. I don't know how far away this is gonna be. And he was like, "Oh, you don't you don't have to get out. You can stay here. You can ride. Like, you can ride in the Camaro." And I just, I had been up at 4.30 a.m. And I was just like, it wasn't registering, but he literally wanted me. He was like, you're totally good to ride on the back of this tow truck in the car while I tow you. And I was just like, no. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure he has people do that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't do that. I thought it was weird. I, I never would have thought somebody would have just said, you're good. <laughs> right in the and, and maybe people will... Send a message to the podcast, email me or, or whatever, and be like, yeah, you, you're you a freak for not riding in the back. Obviously, people do that all the time. 
but I don't know. That seems that seems wicked dangerous to me. It seems, yeah, it seems weird for sure. I mean, to, to say the least, like there was a part of me that was like, actually, that could be really fun because who the heck has ever done that? You know what I mean? Yeah, we but, put the windows down and just like <laughs> making faces. Wave to people. Gestures to people. <laughs> yeah, it would be a story for sure, but I wasn't ready to do it <laughs> the other day. Okay, well, that's not all. We've, we've had a ton of stuff. Yeah, it's been one thing after another, it seems. So we, we have a relatively small group. There was like at times six or seven of us here. And uh, I'm forgetting now. What, what did we do? What was the first day? First day, we kind of just got into to town. Um, and thankfully, you had the foresight to kind of leave that open because lo and behold, yeah. we were dealing with the tire. But um, we grabbed food, you know, made it back. It was pretty chill that day. We just kind of hung we out for a little bit. And then, and yep, Saturday we, uh, Saturday was an interesting day. We hung out by the pool. We wanted to go hiking, but it was hot. We had our meeting where we talked about right. work and where we're going and how we've been doing and all that good stuff. So that was a really good meeting. I thought that that was fun. Yeah. We discussed a lot of good things. I was pretty happy with it, with, with how you presented and stuff. I learned quite a bit actually about where we're going. So good job. And then we hung out by the pool, and that was fun. Um, we we burned up us non Arizona people. Me and Lori, we you got did? we got we were enjoying the heck out of it. And then today, yesterday, we were like, "Ooh, I'm feeling it." Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't notice. Yeah. So, uh, but then we all got ready. We got pretty. We were getting ready to go to to dinner. We didn't know what to expect. And then we went to. What was it called? The Blazin' M Ranch <laughs> in Cottonwood, Arizona. <laughs> yep. Yep, we did. And it was like we were driving out. It basically was in the middle of nowhere. And we totally. get out, and there was like, I don't want to be disrespectful, but it was like a geriatric line. Like Ger- Geriatric. Geriatric. I think that's how you say that. Okay. Maybe it's apples. Well, apples and apples. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Potato, potato. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. They were old. They were like. Let's let's not use college words on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. There there was a bunch of old people. Like a bunch of like 60 and up. Like, and there was like maybe one, two kids. And then we were the youngest one. A lot of walkers. Aside from that, yeah. Wheelchairs. Yep. <clears throat> they had a they had an ambulance just idling outside the ranch. Well, I must have missed just, that. Just waiting for people to have a heart attack or a stroke or something. Yeah, so that was interesting uh, place. And the funniest part was they had like axe throwing. It was like a little western town inside of there. Yeah, they built like this yeah. faux western town. Yeah, it was very cute. And we're like, oh, this is gonna like be fun. And they're like, yeah, all this shuts down at six p.m. Yeah. By the time you wait in the, the half an hour line to get in, you'll have 30 minutes to do any of this stuff. Yep. And then they had bartenders who I don't know if they bartended before. So anyway, we were having a great time just kind of watching everything. And I was chatting up with, I, I, I find old people really fun. So I was having a great time. Um, and so, but yeah, it was an interesting experience. And we, we got to do a lot of good people watching. I think it's, I think it's fair to say some of those bartenders. I'm not even sure they drank before because you'd yeah. say something to them and they'd look. It's deer in the headlights, mm-hmm. confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and 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 but the good thing of their inexperience or or their inability to bartend was that 
we were shocked by the <laughs> pours that yeah. they were pouring. It's a very generous pour. Yes. I thought, you know, like I used to work in restaurants and bars and if your friend came in, you'd pour them a little bit more because sure. you're your friend or your family member, right? You're like, I'm hooking you up. Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't even pour that for like my, <laughs> <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> like, right. They were three quarters of a cup yeah. full and a splash of whatever you wanted on it. Yeah. You know, grew, grew hair on your chest for sure. That was that was fun. Okay, yeah, we threw axes. Also, another thing, they had they had us waiting in line to sign liability waivers, and then nobody nobody at the axe throwing place cared if you had the liability mm-hmm. waiver wristband on. They didn't care if you had open toed shoes. They mm-hmm. didn't care if you were ten years old. They didn't care if you were pregnant. Yeah, well, they said 13 and up, and then it looked like they were letting anybody. So I went and put my name in the waiver, and then the guy, I go back over to throw axes, and I was like, here, I have the waiver or whatever. I'm throwing my axes, and then we're all encouraging you to go. Yeah. And you're like, ah, I'm not doing this. I didn't sign. I'm not going to go sign the waiver. I'm not waiting in line yeah. to sign the waiver. And the guy was like, you want to do it? Go ahead. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Same with, um, you know, other people in our group. Everybody did it, and, like, I think – one of us, and then I finally did it. Two of us had a waiver, and the rest of us didn't. Yeah, the rest of the six yeah. of us, no. And Savannah's pregnant. I don't know if that makes a difference, mm-hmm. you know, in axe throwing. Yeah. It didn't seem to, because, no. like, she was the best She was the best of the one. six of us. Yeah. Don't mess with Savannah. Yeah. She's got an axe. <laughs> yeah, she's got an axe within arm's reach. <laughs> yeah, you and I, uh, we, we had pretty good throws, though. Like, we were joking and saying we could have knocked him out pretty good or something if we yeah. were using it as a weapon but right you know there would have been blunt force trauma there yes. just wouldn't be any you know <laughs> puncture wounds <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah but that was fun it was fun to just throw that around real quick and um we went inside and you know people took our seats we had to find other seats and um we ended up sitting next to some interesting people um big mike big mike yeah and he ended up knowing the band that was playing there. So he ended up getting corralled into making drinks because something happened with a bartender where they got him fired. Like somebody, they had to fire him or something. So that was really funny. I'm standing in line at the bar and all of a sudden I see this guy running around taking drink orders and I go, what, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. So that's an interesting thing too. Cause he's not, you know, an employee right. or anything like that. So, yeah, not an employee. You know, yeah. I imagine they have liquor liability insurance, yes. but he wouldn't be covered, right? I no. I wouldn't think so. No. no. Yeah. No. So that was very interesting. We might have met somebody on America's Most Wanted potentially. Yeah, as we're in line <laughs> for the bar. Yeah. You're just you're making friends, and you know this <laughs> this random dude starts giving us recommendations on where to go in Sedona, and then you pull out the. Like, out of a holster, you pulled out your iPhone, just like, bang, 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 we're taking selfies. And what was his name? Brian. Brian. That could have been his name. We're not totally yeah. sure. Somebody who called his, himself Brian, as soon as he sees you're taking pictures, like, he's turning away. Yep. He, he like, ran. He was, like, a, a blur. He looked like a some kind of apparition or something like that. Like, just... Whew. Yeah. gone and then he goes can you delete that and i'm thinking what do you want me to delete there's nothing like you're a blur and he's like please um i promise you i'm not i'm not like you know um hiding from the law i don't do social media i don't do any social media yeah and then he, st- he started going into like why and i was like i frankly don't care i will just 
delete you out of this pic. Like, I'll edit you out, like, weird. And then I was done talking to him. Then then we, we tried to get an Uber. That was fun. Right. That was kind of fun. We tried to get an Uber. And because of this place's location, nobody wanted to come pick us up. Okay, so while we're waiting for the Ubers, in, in that moment, my girlfriend shows up at the resort we're staying at. And she's being told by the front desk that um, I have two rooms in my name and my second ex-wife is on the reservation. And she, yeah, and she's here. Yeah, and she's here. And then he, when she's asking questions, he says, what, what was the quote? Something like, you obviously don't know what's going on and I've told you too much. Yeah, you, you obviously don't know what's going on here. So, yeah. but you, basically you're, you're being two timed. <laughs> so she's flipping out like, like anybody would. And she's calling me and asking me what's up. She can't because I had put her name on the reservation. Mm-hmm. I have several witnesses to yeah. that, by the way. Oh yeah. We all saw it. Yeah. We all heard it. And I did that so that when she shows up while we're at this, this show, she can get into the room and meet up with us later. Well, they, they wouldn't give her the key at first. I told her, hey, this is the room number. Have them double check again. They finally give her the key, so she does get into the room. But when I show up after that Uber ride in the Toyota, she's like, hey, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to tell me? Yeah, and none of us knew this was happening in the background. So we were just like, la-di-da-di-da, right. you know, but you and her had that going on, and we had no idea, you know, what was happening we found out later and we were like, oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> okay, yeah. But anyway, okay, so we got that figured out. That was a little drama. Yep, going on in the background. Got that figured out. I had no ex-wives here at the mm-hmm. resort hidden in secret rooms or, or anybody else hidden <laughs> in secret rooms anywhere. So, yeah, Daisha's cool. Now it's Sunday morning. And Sunday morning was the Jeep tour. The off-road, mm-hmm. out <clears> in the <throat> Sedona Red Rocks Jeep tour. Yep. And you had to sign a waiver on that sucker, too. Yes, and I am ashamed uh, to say I didn't, like, even glance over what I was signing, by the way, um, ever since, you know, I mean, working at BMFCE, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm going to be smart. I'm going to read stuff. Yeah. And, you know, um, <laughs> what am I signing here? Didn't look at it. La-di-da. Well. Yeah. Well, it turns <laughs> out that these these Jeeps are, are dangerous. Okay. <laughs> It was definitely a super off-road experience. Yes. Um, I don't remember the name of the like trails that we took because there was. I have there's no a, idea. There's a bunch of different ones, and they mm-hmm. tell you, "Hey, this one is, uh, I don't know, really bouncy, super bouncy." I forget the different grades, but I picked whatever the middle one was. Oh wow! That, that was medium. What? And we were bouncing all <clears throat> over the place. Wow. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for picking the medium. Yeah. <laughs> we would have all needed uh, chiropractic care for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I still might. I plan to, to today as soon as I get back to Phoenix. My, my, my forearms are very sore from just holding on the ah, entire time yes. to, bar, like, to bars yeah. in one way or another. But Okay. I, I, I got to say, there's tons, not tons, there's probably a half a dozen or so of these Jeep companies. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember which one we took. I'd give them a shout out if... Red Rock Sedona Tours, I want to say. 
Yeah, okay. That could be it. Yeah, sounds kind of there. I'm going to tell a story, but I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. This, I, I don't know if I'd do it again, but I'm not sorry that I did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, super bouncy all over the place, but that's not how, that's not how I got hurt. No. No. So, we, <laughs> we stop on this mesa you know, overlooking some cliffs, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a photo opportunity mm-hmm. and a chance for you to stop and go to the bathroom out in the bushes. Mm-hmm. And so Jake, the tour guide guy, he, he's got this little plastic stool that he sets outside <laughs> the Jeep for people to step on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause it's, the Jeep's up pretty high and there's six of us in the group. Were you the I, last one to no, come off? Okay. No, I was not. <clears throat> Dacia was behind me, okay? Mm-hmm. I was the second to last person off the Jeep. And as I stepped onto the stool, <laughs> it just like collapsed underneath me. And I <laughs> and I just fell onto this rock. I mean, like, you biffed it. Like, yeah. it was just... Yeah. It was real. De- definitely. <laughs> and, and as we're sitting here, I've got, a, I've got a huge, huge Band-Aid on my forearm. I... I have a, a bruise on my ankle, mm. okay? And I don't know, this spot on my elbow where you were picking gravel out later, this is actually fine. Yeah, it looks pretty good, surprisingly. But yes, yeah. I, I fell, and it, <laughs> I tried to play it off like, oh, hey, nothing to see here. This is all fine. I'm good. <laughs> but it, it did start swelling up as we're like finishing up the tour. Mm-hmm. My arm was swelling. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll take this off now. Let's just see what it looks like now. Okay. All right. This is this would be better on TV. Okay, well the it's looking pretty good. The swelling's down. That's yeah, good. yeah. Daisha went to Walgreens <clears throat> and got me some hydrogen peroxide and big fancy band aids. So yeah, yeah. It, I think I'm gonna live. Yeah, I think it'll be okay. But uh, yeah, we all were like you know having a great time, kind of cho- we're just joking around and all mid all mid laughter, just smiling, and then boom the boss goes down mm. and we all had to like reel in our laughs and smiles and let's make sure he's okay before we keep on laugh laughing at him. and then it's hard for me because I am your sister um, and you're also my boss so I didn't want to be the one being like <laughs> and then oh uh, I mean are you, are you okay <laughs> yeah. so I really had to hold it in um, because the way you fell I mean I'm gonna remember it forever <laughs> yeah Tom had a good impression of me. I'll, I'll admit, last night. I mean, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good. I, th- I think I did pretty good one too of your fall. Yeah. I think that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, it was. We felt bad for you. Yeah. Okay. You know. Well, I did glance at the waiver that I signed, <clears throat> but I didn't read it all the way through. And and I am fine. I'm not going back to the Jeep place, and it's it's all fine, Jake. The tour guide, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> but I did start thinking as we're, like, <laughs> continuing on with the tour. I was like, hmm, I, I bet people do get hurt on this thing. Yeah. I, I bet it happens on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So I, I bet you that liability waiver, that is a serious issue for them. They absolutely have to have everybody sign it. I bet mm-hmm. you they, they use that when people come back to them. Yeah. I mean, I would think it would be, you know, the only way they could get around that is if they had very significant proof that the actual driver was being stupid or negligent or, or really going outside of the scope of what he was supposed to be doing. But I mean, yeah, he did, yeah. he was doing everything fine. 
you know, and yeah, he was, he was fine. a great guide and a, made it a great time. So, but yeah, I have videos of us just in the Jeep bouncing around as like proof we were there for that. <laughs> Cause you almost can't explain how bouncy it was, you yeah. know, even on the video, you're like, oh, it just felt way worse than that even looks, but it was super fun. And I probably wouldn't be signing up to do that again very soon, but I'm super glad we did it too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you have those videos, put them on the, uh, the Facebook page with the podcast, uh, whenever this episode comes out. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Did we talk about insurance on this really? Not really, but not really. No, but we had, we had lots of, we talked about it. We, we kept saying, Oh, Hmm. Hmm. About this and that, because you know, again, just the liability stuff we were assigning and waivers and yeah, I think if there's a lesson here, it's, you know, maybe read the waiver that you signed. Yep. It's not like it was 10 pages long. No. It was, it was a paragraph. It was pretty concise. Yeah, it was a paragraph. Yep. Maybe 10, 12 sentences. We probably could have read it. We were there in time. Mm-hmm. You had time to, to, to hug a puppy while yes. we were waiting. So we definitely had some time yes, to I read was, the waiver. Yes, I was hugging an adorable puppy. It was very cute. It like made my heart complete in that moment, for sure. And um, I am, you know, we were really, I think the thing that stuck out to us more, the most that was like insurance related this weekend was, was the Blaze and M situation of just people that didn't work there going up there and serving alcohol. And that to me, I, that was probably the biggest like, whoa, I can't believe that that's happening thing. Yeah. I mean, that was. Yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. I mean, they were. I mean, obviously, like, things happen. When were, were they going to shut down the place for everybody? Go, I'm so sorry. Like, we just can't continue on. You all have to leave. Like, that's terrible. So I get it. Like, I'm sure it's not a regular thing that they do, but hopefully. <laughs> yeah, but if something happened, yeah, there's there's definitely some liability problems there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she'll... Okay, when I told people that we were doing our company retreat, mm-hmm. <clears throat> when I say people, I have somebody very specific in mind, but I don't want to name her, and you'll understand in a second. So... She was asking me, you know, what are we going to do on our company retreat, this and that. And uh, when I told her, she was like, oh, you know what? We have company retreats where I work. They're a little different, though. I was like, oh, well, how so? She's like, well, the last time that we did one, you know, we went to Las Vegas. Time before that, it was Los Angeles. And basically, you know, everybody just gets drunk, like blackout drunk Mm -hmm. and... People are having sex with each other in their hotel rooms. And I was like, what? That's, that's, that's really weird. Yeah. I mean, like, that's not normal. Well, <clears throat> she's, she's pretty young, this person I was talking to. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's not a regular thing. That's not typical. Mm-hmm. People shouldn't be doing that. And she's like, well, okay, well, let me tell you a story. And so she gives me, like, in pretty great detail, like, the last time something the last time that they got together and she's describing how there's like three partners that are, are the bosses where she works. She's describing how like they, they get, they get to the bar on the first night and the, the first partner is like egging her on to like do a Jaeger bomb with mm-hmm. him. Great. Cool. So she did that 10 minutes later, a different partner again, egging her on, Hey, we got to do, you know, these shots. Mm-hmm. And she said, I mean, I felt like I, kind of had to right at this point uh, when i say young i'm betting she was like 21 22 
mm-hmm. at the time that this was going on. And she's like, I don't really remember much about, you know, the evening past like the third or fourth shot or drink mm-hmm. that I had. She's like, after the second drink, you know, this partner, he's he's picking me up and like carrying me around. <clears throat> she's kind of small. Mm-hmm. And again, I was just like, like That's super creepy. Him him like handling you, touching you, like that seems weird. Yeah. If I was well, go ahead, finish your story. Yeah. She, well then she's just like, um, Basically, there was a, a suite that one of the partners had. The, the guy that was like no carrying her around. Yeah, he he slept with more than one employee in the suite in the same night, and she w- witnessed like the beginnings of that, and mm. then got out of there. And then the next year, they went to Vegas, and she's like, I mean. I kind of knew what was going to be going down, so I didn't stay out with everybody very late. Mm-hmm. But she heard stuff. Um, I think people were asking her, you know, hey, you disappeared. Did you disappear with so-and-so coworker? Mm. And she's like, no. That's so annoying, too, because you're, like, trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And then you get <sighs> caught up in, like, you know, a rumor on top of that. That's, yeah. that's so unprofessional and gross. So I'm trying to explain to her, like, no, when we have a company <laughs> retreat, like, we we have drinks. We we had drinks. Mm-hmm. And, well, and actually, okay, to be fair, like, I had everybody in my suite the first night, mm-hmm. and we were drinking there. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not the kind of debauchery that she's describing. We, we ate chips. Oh, <laughs> I, by the way, like, everybody's, like, significant other is invited. Mm-hmm. This is a family company. Mm-hmm. And I like, there's a couple reasons. I, I like that it's a family company, so their families, I like to get to know them. Mm-hmm. And without exception, I like everybody's significant other. Mm-hmm. So that helps. But also, I think it's nice for those significant others to see that I appreciate their spouse. Yeah. Right? That's, mm-hmm. that's key to me, too. <clears throat> so anyway, everybody gets along. Everybody's having a good time. And yeah. I mean, I can't even fathom doing the kinds of things that this person was describing at her company events. And, and then I made the point to her, like, I can't believe those guys do that because they're putting their livelihood at mm-hmm. risk. Mm-hmm. I, I assume they have employment practices, liability insurance, mm-hmm. so that if somebody sues them for sexual harassment, they get defended by the insurance company, they get indemnified by the insurance company. But once you have a claim like mm-hmm. that, You'll never get insurance again. Right, right. So assuming you're going to be in business still, like you're going to be running blind, or not blind, but I mean, uncovered, pardon the pun, naked. You'll be running naked on that kind mm-hmm. of um, risk. Uh, those claims can be pretty severe. Mm-hmm. You know, million dollars isn't crazy. So mm-hmm. do you just have a million dollars of liquidity? You can just pay somebody off if you're continuing to have these parties i doubt it right that's i don't know and how can you go back to work on monday and just go on like none of that happened i mean it's got to bring a very awkward weird uh and, and then like just the 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 respect factor like i don't know how i'd respect my boss if i had witnessed that absolutely i, I definitely wouldn't be sticking around that's for sure because i just i just think that that's so vile you know, and, and this girl is saying that, she's like, well, I felt like I kind of had to, 100%. I mean, guy or girl, if your bosses are like, hey, we're doing this, yeah. like, it's hard to separate 
being a bot, you know, an employee and then trying to do work trips. So it can, it can be very weird. So I think that the people who, who draw really good lines of like, yep, this is a family th- or a, a, a work thing. We're doing this. You have your own free time after do what you want, but this is, you know, what we're going to do as, as the company, you know, that that's a big deal. Well, so hypothetically, let's say somebody got out of hand here this weekend, mm-hmm. just got tore up and obnoxiously drunk. Mm-hmm. Should I say something to that person? Hmm. I think with our group, I feel like the the shame would come on its own. <laughs> I feel like we're all pretty with it. And if it happened, it would be like, I am, they would be coming to you, I think. Robert, I am, I am so sorry. Like that good shame that we talk about in some of the yeah. classes. Right. I'm so sorry. I went above and beyond and you can count on that not happening again. I think that that's what would have happened with our group. Like, I, I believe that. I think our group is really good, you know. But if, if they didn't and whatever, I don't think that it would be, you know, weird for you to have said, hey, like, that got a little rowdy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess if you said it in front of everybody, that could be pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. You know, yeah, but-, but I don't, I think <laughs> if you were like, hey, I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> Here's what I think I would do. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I don't expect this to ever come up with the group that we have, but I think the way that I would do it, if I saw it happening, like we were on that, mm-hmm. on the way to somebody being obnoxiously drunk, I would say to them, hey, why don't we get you some water? Mm-hmm. The same way that I would if I was working as a bartender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't we get you some water? Do you want, you know, a snack? kind of warm something up for you, something like that. Mm -hmm. I've excused myself too from situations where if things have been getting rowdy too, be like, okay, well, I'm going to bed. And you just like shut down the party and they have nowhere to go and they go pass out. Hmm. That's, that's a good one too, you know, but it doesn't maybe help with future behavior because maybe they weren't quite aware. But do you think if I approached you and was that, again, I'm your boss and I say, Hey, can I get you some water, something to eat? Don't you think? It's implicit in that message that, <clears throat> hey, you're too much right now. I think that personally, I would get the hint. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if uh, everyone would. I mean, in our group, I think, yes. But in general, I think that some people don't get the hint with that kind of stuff. And if it, was, if it wasn't an employee, but it was their significant other, I'd be explicit with the employee and say, hey, you know, I think mm-hmm. Joe or... Karen or whoever's, you know, maybe had enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time for you to go. Yeah. I mean. I wouldn't be shy about that either. Yeah. I feel like that's that's definitely fair, you know. Okay. Well, all right. So I feel like we've used up our time on the podcast. We talked about a few different things that are insurance related there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but good, good company retreat. We had a great time. We had some good food. We had some good food. And, uh, yeah, we'll do it again next year. Sounds good. All right, Ashley. (laughs) Thanks for joining the podcast. Hey, if anybody out there is looking for insurance continuing education because you're a licensed producer or adjuster, uh, check out our live webinars at bmfce.com. And if you like the podcast, uh, tell your friends and subscribe. Give us a rating. Give us a review. That's all very helpful. And if you have a comment, you can email me at robert at bmfce.com.
Thanks.